Okay, so what it means is that um, I prefer to look at the annual numbers because this is, these are the fourth quarter figures, so it tells us how the economy did in 2021. So our economy grew by 4.9% in 2021. That is the highest rate of growth that we had since um, 2006, when our economy, 2006 when our economy grew by 5.6%. However, this is an anomaly in the sense that um, our GDP declined by um, 6.4% in 2020. So the only reason that our economy has increased by such a high level is that there wasn't a lockdown in 2021 as there was in 2020. So it's a base effect. We are measuring the growth from the low base of 2020, which was um, affected by the lockdown. But our economy is still much, is still lower than it was in um in what you call it in before the lockdown in fact there's a graph here in terms of stats SA that shows the quarterly gdp is where it was in 2017 so that gives you an indication of how far we are from a, a proper recovery from this economy and i just want to mention to explain why it's an anomaly and there's usually a relationship between gdp growth and employment this year to show that it's just a technical bounce back we have lost 742,000 jobs until the third quarter, and the fourth quarter figures have been delayed by Stats SA by more than five weeks for whatever reason. And the number of unemployed people during the seven, nine months has increased by 1.3 million people. And finally, Sakina, every single forecast for the South African economy shows that after this anomaly, we're going to revert to the pre-pandemic um, low GDP growth rate trend. And another pre-pandemic trend is this endless load shedding. Thank you so much. And of course, uh, we just heard that uh, we will be on stage two at least until Saturday at uh, 5 a.m. But it could, of course, change at any point because we hear that uh, the system is constrained, Duma. And that, of course, is a biggie. But also, if we look in terms of um, the activity with regard to uh, growth in various sectors, so um is, is, is that really something that we should be paying too much attention um, on at this stage, given, as you said, the low base from which we move as a result of the pandemic? Well, I would argue that the two major things that we should pay attention to, we had a recovery in primary industries. So you know that we're having a mining boom and the mining sector did very well and agriculture did very well um, last year compared to the previous year. But uh, other than that, like the trade sector, I wouldn't say that's something that we should get excited for because remember that the trade sector, retailers had to shut down in 2020. So they're just trying to readjust and rebuild their businesses after the disaster that happened in 2020. We've seen a little bit of recovery covering manufacturing, um, but the long-term trend is a sharp decline in manufacturing over 28 years since our democracy started. And manufacturing since December 2008 has lost the most jobs of any sector in the economy, about 700,000 jobs, I think, yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of 700,000 jobs, was just looking at something yesterday where it showed uh, just about that uh, amount of jobs that were created in the United States. And, you know, you, you actually sit there and you think, OK, so what do we need to do? Because clearly things are happening in other countries. But where do you think we are stuck, Duma? We are stuck because the government is, 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 is I don't know, 
you know, the United States is a good example. Um, every country, United States unemployment is 3.8%. The United States did whatever it took to support their people. They printed money. I think it was about $4 trillion, $4 trillion to support their, people, their economy um, during COVID and after COVID. And our government has got this insane... Um, I can't understand logic that you must government spending must decline during a, 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 de, a depre, the worst depression in almost a century, and the government refused to spend money during COVID and after COVID. And for the next three years, the government is withdrawing money from the economy. Spending by government will decline in real terms. Our public what is the logic in that? When the economy is down, it's a simple situation. There is no other way except for the government to spend money, whatever the consequences, whether the consequences are rising debt, and I don't think it will result in rising debt because it expands the economy, whether the consequences are inflation, and I don't think there will be inflation because we have 20% spare capacity. The average South African business is operating at 80% capacity. And the reason they're not expanding their capacity is that there isn't demand for the goods and services they want to produce. So the only solution to this crisis, Sakina, is for the government to open the taps and start spending. I don't know why that is so difficult to understand from the government, you know, yeah. Well, I suppose it depends on who has uh, the uh, governor's ear, who has the minister's ear in this regard, because um, it's by no means new, you know, uh, what you're saying, Duma. You, others have been saying this, but clearly we only listen to uh, certain people, certain sides of this equation. But if we look at um, what we're dealing with here, so GDP increased by 1.2% in the fourth quarter of 2021. Expenditure on GDP um, also increased uh, by 1.3% in the same yeah, year. So if, yeah, so if you look at the annual figures, which I prefer to look at rather than the quarterly figures, um, the re- recovery of household consumption spending was the biggest contributor to this 4.9% growth in the whole, for the whole year. And obviously, we couldn't spend in 2020. We, were sh- we could only go out and shop once a week during the hard lockdown. And we were very, because of the pandemic, we were very nervous about going out to spend as we would have. But what we've seen, I think, in the last quarter is that people are spending on durable and non-durable goods rather than services, you know, and but services is a big part of our economy. So I think we're heading towards, um, in terms of a proper recovery, in terms of household spending, and the other uh, parts of the economy must start growing. I'm talking about investment. We're talking about ex- net exports. We're talking about government spending. If you look at this um, uh, release by Stats SA, government spending was 0% last year. Um, so that one has to start increasing again. You know, yeah. So, Duma, just a final one. Um, and as we spoke about what needs to be done, um, all the while South Africa is borrowing money. Uh, so also some of that uh, we feel should be spoken about more in terms of exactly what is borrowed and um, how much we are paying to service our debt right now as a country. Why, why, why do we not talk more about these things so that we all understand what's going on? Okay, so what, yeah, yeah, that's a very good question, Sakina. So I have to repeat this as I do all the time. Our debt to GDP ratio is 69.5%. There is no universe in which that is a high number, even if you benchmark it against other upper middle income countries. I'm talking about 
countries like Brazil, India, um, and so forth, you know, at the same level of, as development as we are. They've got like 100%, 90%, and so forth. So what, I, I don't know, the, the best way to explain to you is that if everybody in the, everybody was affected, tax revenues and, and debt, during COVID crisis to the same level as everybody else. So if everybody in the playground is making, um, is naughty, no, you the teacher can't punish one of the naughty students because everybody was naughty at the same time. So all the countries borrowed more money to support their economies and they're ex in exact the same situation as they were before. And let's just take um, Brazil. Brazil had an unprecedented economic response where they had like a, a like a basic income grant, which they paid about 1,700 rands a month went to about, I think, 6 million Brazilians. That was their response to 700 and about 800 billion rands that they spent supporting their economy during the mm -hmm. pandemic. Yeah. So I'm just saying that um, this debt, uh, we should not fixate on debt. We have a GDP growth problem, not a debt problem. If we grow our economy, everything becomes affordable. We can invest in education, invest in healthcare, invest in our municipalities. I've been reading about that recently. And so many things. And the debt ratio goes down if we grow our economy. And the debt ratio is increasing because the economy is not, is not growing. If the economy was, it's measure debt as a percentage of GDP. So if you if you grow the bottom part of the equation, then the debt takes care of itself. So let us stop obsessing with this debt and let's obsess with growing this economy. Dumat Kubole, thanks so much for your time. Economist and founding director at the Centre of Economic Development and Transformation, Dumat Kubole, helping us understand the latest GDP data.